Welcome to the cast off. This is the number one recasting show on the internet where two contestants compete by recasting your favorite actors in movies you love. I'm your host, Craig Price. Tonight, we have two awesome gamers recasting a video game movie. Of course, why not? And of course, we have from Cutscenes and Cupcakes, the podcast. Please welcome Stephanie Lisman and Marley Black. How are you guys doing? Hello! So good. So glad great. to be here. So, Stephanie, you've yeah. been on the show before. Uh, how was your experience when you were you did the Suicide Squad with Jake Dietz? Uh, it was fantastic, and I won. So I have the bragging rights over him. <laughs> oh, well, that's not really difficult with Jake. Jake's a sweetheart of a guy, <laughs> but he's kind of a pushover. He's a real nice guy. Uh, he's going to be on the show. Bear, that's for sure. He is. He's going to be on our podcast soon. We're doing Pixar movies for the entire month of June. So he was on doing Up with Tracy Mangum. Um, another sweetheart of a guy, Marley. How are you? Doing great. Have you happy to be here? Have happy you to compete against stuff. Have you studied up and figured <laughs> out what's going to happen tonight? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can I can see who the talker is on that podcast. Uh, <laughs> Stephanie, I can tell that you uh, are pretty much in charge. What are you guys uh, playing now, right now? Yeah, remember that, Marley. Okay. <laughs> well, Marley seems like she's been kind of shy. Maybe it's because she's on video. I don't know. So what kind of games are you guys playing right now? Right now, I've been playing Celeste, which is an indie um, side-scrolling game. It is super lovely, super wonderful, and the music is fantastic. I need to hop on, like, Mass Effect or um, Horizon Forbidden West, which I know Marley has been playing a lot of. Uh, but I, I have, it, but yes. yeah, <laughs> I have two kids and so I, my gaming time is just so limited. <laughs> oh, and Marley, what are you playing recently? Um, I have been playing, I, I, I still don't know the right way to say this, but I think it's Kana Bridge of Spirits. It actually won uh, best indie game of the year for 2021. And I've been playing it on my new PlayStation five and it is gorgeous. It's, it's a very so like kind of whimsical game and someone I don't remember who it was but someone described it as like it's like a Pixar video game. Was that you stuff that it described was. it that way? Yeah. It's well, like violent so Pixar. It's like, well, I also yeah, violent Pixar. <laughs> yeah, I also have my new PlayStation 5 that I it has taken me almost a year and a half to get. Um I finally got it without having to pay exorbitant scalper fees. Yep. Oh, there's some evil people out there trying to take advantage of folks, but this is the first time I've ever had a PlayStation, so I've actually had to go back into the catalogs that I've been playing all the Uncharted games from from day one. All the uh, I played Spider Man. I'm gonna I'm getting Miles Morales soon. Yes. I've got The Last of Us ready to go. I'm just finishing up yes. Gods of War. So so I'm, great. All of these so great. <laughs> so uh, being a PS5 a P, uh, PlayStation person, is there anyone that you might recommend for me that I, I may not be aware of? Because like I said I've been an Xbox guy since day one and it was a very difficult uh change for me when i started the controller because the x is in a different spot so when it would right. tell oh yeah so when it would <laughs> say x on the screen i'd hit the wrong button it's different on the xbox playstation and the switch which is just like mm -hmm. why do they do this to be it's there so using switching yeah. around <laughs> yeah um last of us 2 is uh, so many so Oh, yes, it's so got good. the feels. It's got the feels. I can yes. tell. Last of Us it's One amazing. and Last of Us Two are like pretty close to perfect games. That, that's my next game Always after true. I finish up Gods of War. I'm just going around now, 
finishing up. I finished the main story. Now I'm just going around collecting all the stuff and doing all the. I like. I'm a. I'm a completionist. I try to a be completionist over here. Yeah. You. You should also check out. I think this is a PlayStation exclusive, but you should check out Detroit Become yes. Human. I have that on my list because oh, there's three. Good. There's okay. three games with that. If I remember yeah. correctly, there's like basically yeah yeah, there's, yeah the three there's main three, characters yeah there's a three there's three games in the in 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 the Detroit family so to speak so I I have them on my watch list absolutely well the most important game we're gonna play is right now so let's move on to the rules and uh, I'll just refresh Stephanie but let Marley know a little things that are coming up uh, this the rules are fairly simple or at least you know we try to make the rules simple here we're gonna show you a picture of a character and you're going to give me an actor a, a, to replace that iconic character. The best choice decided by three judges. So it's not me, it's me and two other people. So oftentimes um, I get over, overruled by the other two because I'll see somebody and go, Oh, that's great. And then I'll ask the other two judges and then they're stupid and they say the other one. And I'm like, yeah, you're wrong, but I guess <laughs> I got to go with that. Uh, so the best choice gets a point. I'm also playing along, and if you happen to get the same person that I picked, that's a point as well. So if you can start to get behind and you need to get extra points, what you want to do is sync up with my mind, which I don't recommend, but you're going to sync up with my mind, and if you can figure out what I think is a good person for that and get it, you get a point, and often my selection is the best choice. I mean, why wouldn't it be? I, I and people, people get real nervous when they do this game, and I don't understand it, but I guess it's because I recast, between the podcast and the cast-off, I am recasting three or four times a week. And so I, it's, it's an old habit for me. Um, and I, my, my thing is to try not to get repetitive. So I try to spice it up a little oh. bit. But if you do listen to the show, you know I have some favorites, so that's a good way of, of sneaking in there and trying to get an extra point. Uh, person with the most points wins, because that's how we are here in America. And... <laughs> If there is a tie, there'll be a double feature to win, and I'll explain that when and if it's necessary. Well, as always, this show is brought to you by Matinee Heroes, and this July, we celebrate the comedic genius Steve Martin all month long, and we kick it off with one of his best, The Jerk. Oh, I love this movie. Uh, it's so memorable. It's got so many lines, both visually and quotable quotes. It's great. So you can head over to matineeheroes.com slash subscribe to subscribe to the podcast, and when you do, you can also hear tonight's post-show exclusively on the audio version of the cast-off every Thursday in the Matinee Heroes feed. While you're at the site, if you do enjoy the cast-off, you can subscribe to the video feed at matineeheroes.com slash cast-off. So, let's warm up our thumbs and ready the Mountain Dew and get ready for a <laughs> real game on video, the cast-off featuring Tomb Raider. So, Marley, we flipped the coin. You are going first. And we have, obviously, we have... The rebooted t Tomb Raider starring Alicia Vikander, Alicia Vikander, who is also a rebooted Tomb Raider. Because uh, I was talking to one of the judges. They don't like the fact that she has gone from two guns to a bow and arrow. But that's the game. And I thought the, the new, re new games are very good. So I don't know what your opinion of the new Laura Croft games, the Tomb Raider games, but I like them. Um, and I like I've the played two of three yeah. of them. So They're good. So, Marley, we have the, I think, uh, at least Oscar-nominated. I don't know if she's actually won. I can't remember. But she's Oscar-nominated, Alicia Vikander. She's fantastic. Who do you have possibly replacing her to be the new Laura Croft? I picked Felicity Jones. 
Uh, well, there you go. She goes right to it. Yes. <laughs> She's like, I don't even, I'm not going to explain. I'm not even going to tempt you. Felicity Jones, well, why? Well, um, first of all, looks. She definitely, um, she fits the builds, the coloring, the hair color, like everything. And also, I read a fun fact about her. When she was getting ready for her role in Rogue One, she actually, like, for some of the combat scenes, she studied Ronda Rousey. Oh, yeah. And, That's pretty cool. And, like, and learned some different moves from her. And, like, Lara Croft can fight. She does know how to fight. And so just immediately I was like, yep, Felicity Jones. Yeah, that's the one thing I've noticed about the Uncharted games now that I'm playing them and the Laura Croft games that came out is that all the characters in these games are like part monkey because they climb a lot. They're always <laughs> climbing and I would, I, my arms would get tired. But yes, Felicity, They're parkour masters, that's yes. for sure. Felicity Jones was great in Rogue One. She was also Felicia Hardy in Amazing Spider-Man 2, Inferno with Tom Hanks. The Theory of Everything, where she played uh, uh, Hawkins' wife. And she's, she's kind of like the work spouse of Eddie Redmayne because they also work together in the Aeronauts. So Felicity Jones, a great pick to start off the game. Uh, so Stephanie, Felicity Jones could be hard to beat. Uh, yeah, I just kind of a lesser known but like fantastic. I feel like she has the sass. She has the um, personality behind her. She hasn't, as far as I've seen, hasn't shown too much like combat, but I think she could pull it off. Um, I chose Sex Education's Emma McKay. Absolutely. I didn't know who she was when you popped her up because I have not seen Sex Education, which I need to do since they just named one of the characters the new Doctor for Doctor Who. Yes. I'm, so oh, I, yeah. It might make me watch Doctor Who. Oh, I'm going to say yeah, that. Yeah. So uh, she is an up-and-coming actress because this is her, her entire roster that she's got on – she's in Sex Education. She was in Death of the Nile and a movie called Eiffel. That's it. Um, so she's up-and-coming, but a lot of people mistake her for – I think she's going to be in the new Barbie movie with uh, Margot Robbie, but a lot of people think she looks like Margot Robbie, and she kind of does in this picture right here. Mm -hmm. so, oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so we've got Felicity Jones, Emma McKay, the judges conferred, and – Felicity Jones, so Marley gets the first point. All right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I went with Emily Blunt because uh, I think she oh. can do no wrong, and I think she's got that action. I think she can fit the build. She's got the English accent. Uh, we know that she can do all the action. If you've seen Edge of Tomorrow or Live, Die, Repeat or whatever the hell they call it now, um, they've <laughs> renamed it a couple times. She's amazing in that. She does a great job of showing that she can kick butt and take names. I'm yeah. hoping there's a rumor that her husband, John Krasinski, is going to be directing the Fantastic Four after having oh. a surprise cameo. So I'm hoping because he's directing, she will join him and become the Invisible Woman. But that is still some speculation. Uh, well, now we'll move on to the great Dominic West playing Laura's archaeologist father, Lord Richard Croft. He's a lord. So we'll start with Stephanie. Do you have anybody regal or royal to play the archaeologist Richard Croft? So I kind of get went in a little bit of a different direction. I went with like uh, adventure-y, like kind of hot dad. Yes, you did. Uh, <laughs> and I chose Josh Dumel. It's Duhamel. Um, I thought it was Dumel too, but I looked it up and it's Duhamel. Duhamel. Okay. Well, he has he's daddy. Let's be real. Oh yeah, look at him. Look at that yeah. guy. Look at those piercing <laughs> eyes. Mm -hmm. He's got the temples and the gray. He's but you know he's still young. He but, could be. Like, he could be a teenager's dad, I feel. Oh, sure. Of course he could. He could easily be. 
don't forget, anybody over the age of 36 can easily be, especially in Utah, easily be <laughs> a parent of an 18-year-old. Because not that they have them young out of wedlock. They get married real young in Utah. And so, you know. I, it's that, a thing here. It, it, it's true. A, a quick story. My wife and I went to go see uh, our, uh, my big fat Greek wedding in Utah when it first came out. And we weren't married at the time. And we were sitting watching the movie. And the first three minutes, it explains that the lead actress, uh, Nia Verdal, is single at 35. And the entire audience, which was full of women except me, went, oh, <laughs> like being 35 and single was a problem. Um, so, oh my gosh. <laughs> so he is a tough guy, a hunky tough guy in the Transformer movies. He was Tad Hamilton and went a date with Tad Hamilton. So he's been around for a little bit. Uh, Love, Simon. Uh, he was in the television show Las Vegas and was in the movie Chips for a little bit. So we got Hunky Dad Josh. Marley, who are you going to go up against Hunky Dad? Do you have a Hunky Dad to go with that? Of course I picked a Hunky Dad. <laughs> so the actor I picked, first of all, he can do the accent. And also I was trying to imagine, like especially in the movie when you get like on the island and there's he has like a lot of facial hair, you know, it's very unkempt. Um, and so I was trying to think of like what male actor is kind of youngish and also looks good with like facial hair. So I picked Gerard Butler. There you go. Gerard Butman, Butler, who I call the cost-effective leading man. Did you just call him Buttman? No, I, 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 I called him Butter, but that's a different okay. story. Uh, Gerard Butler, he's the cost-effective leading man. He's not in the high-quality blockbusters but he's in those mid-grade you know olympus has fallen uh he was in the tomb raider the crate of life so <laughs> and i'm not sure you knew that i don't Party remember foul. that yeah that's okay no that's not, that's okay uh it's been way too long since i've seen the old tomb raider movies. well he wasn't richard croft in that so that's okay to recast as long as you don't recast the same character like i know i won't name names but somebody named stephanie wanted to have um angelina jolie as Laura Croft and and my, and my judges were like, really? I'm like, I don't think they, even they were like, I told them like, no, no, that's. I wasn't happen. serious. I know, sure. sure. <laughs> but he had those painted abs in 300 in Reign of Fire, and then he's made good money, do, I guess, doing a poor job of defending the the Capitol. But uh, he was in Olympus Has Fallen, and then I, he screwed up and had London blow up in the next one. So oh no, yeah. So we have Josh Duhamel, Gerard Butler. And the judges decided to go with the Scotsman, Gerard Butler. So, Marley, Ooh. you have gone up to nothing, but it's still very early, <laughs> and there's still lots of points on the board. I went with Vigo Mortensen because I thought he would be just a kick-ass guy in the, in the jungle, but he's also a very sensitive guy. If you've seen him in his more his straight-laced, non-Lord of the Rings movies, he's a very sweet, nice, seems to be a nice guy. Seems to be like a great dad, too, um, in real life, so I thought... Yeah, Aww. that'd be perfect. I have his sword right here behind me. <laughs> oh, hold on, let me let, sh let me get the, let's show the audience your sword here. So it's right here, yeah. So uh, that's the that's the <laughs> that's the Erewhon sword. Mm-hmm. Okay, is this what's it called? The sword of Elendil. Oh, say there we go. I knew you would finally get some of the geek out of you. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "I'll be quiet for a little bit," but no. Well, I uh, the next we have the always awesome Walton Goggins 
playing Matthias Vogel, a rival archaeologist of Richard Croft. I, I didn't realize that archaeologists have rivals. I mean, I know Indiana Jones had Belloc, but I don't really consider them rivals. But they were just one's a bad guy. And this one's so bad, he's a member of the shadow, shadowy organization known as Trinity. So, Marley, who do you have playing the rival archaeologist? Because when I think of archaeologists, I think of nerds in dirt. And I, <laughs> I mean, I don't really think of I don't think of Harrison Ford. He's not an, arche, an archaeologist type that they all think they're Indiana Jones, but they all end up being more like uh, regarding Henry. <laughs> OK, well, I wanted to I wanted to pick somebody that um, basically like a, an attractive male actor, but also somebody that could look like a villain so not not anybody with like too much of like a sweet innocent baby face it was literally like kind of what i just went off on and i came across timothy oliphant and decided to pick him yes timothy oliphant always looks good that's a great choice i love him <laughs> yeah he's known for playing marshals because he was the marshal in justified he's the marshal in the mandalorian and the boba fett movies he's the sheriff in deadwood he was the marshal in fargo season four where he plays good <laughs> and just to show you that he's got some range he was in scream too <laughs> but yes he's yes. A very good if you need someone to play law enforcement so he could be a villain. That's the thing. It's like I want to see him play a villain. Oh, he could. I think he's played a couple. He played the Hitman. He was in Hitman. That's a video game. So he was in Hitman. Yeah. Um, uh, he, he shaved his head and put the little tattoo on the back of his neck. So, um, <laughs> so Stephanie, who do you have to outdo Timothy Oliphant? Okay, so this guy is known for playing kind of a dark, dirty role. Um, and so I went with. Um, there's like a line that. Uh, Matthias says, or it's like, I should have killed you too. Or like, it was, it got a little dark. So I thought of some, someone who plays dark and creepy and like, just kind of evil pretty well. And I went with, um, I don't know if I'm going to say this right. Ian Rowan. That's what I'm going with. Yeah. Ian Rowan, who is the worst. Yes. He is oh, known for being, being the worst yes. from Game of Thrones. Uh, he was in The Dirt, which I don't know what that is, but he was in American the Gods. That's great. He was in the uh, the ill-timed and unsuccessful Inhumans that, for Marvel that was on TV, and he was he's on Misfits. So yes, he is definitely a horrible, horrible person. I'm sure he's a wonderful person in real life, but he can play <laughs> scum uh, very easily. So yeah, you definitely want him nice. dead. Yes. Oh, absolutely. So we have Timothy Oliphant. Ewan Rayon. How do you say his name? Ian? Ian Rowan? Rowan, I think it's... The, the last name is what throws me. It's Ro Yeah, we'll say Ian Leon. Rowan. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, you know, I know it's Celtic, so just try to try to get a translator. Um, <laughs> and Next time. Uh, yeah, our judges decided... Marley is on a streak. She is 3-0 and hey. with Timothy Oliphant. Dang. And very quickly, okay. this could cool. get out of hand. Right. Um, so, Stephanie, you've got to... You've got to pick it up a little bit. <laughs> catch up, Steph. I know. I went with or Josh don't, Brolin. Don't catch up. Uh, oh, Josh Brolin. He's so cool. I've been watching him in Outer Range, and but I also think that when he's shaved like this, he can play a bad guy. Like You put him in where he's Cable from Deadpool 2 without the, all the mechanics and stuff and just have that kind of attitude, and I think he'd be good. He'd kind of play the bad guy. All right. Oh, yeah. I could totally see that. You have to have a dashing man somewhere in this adventure. Like in every movie, there's a a, a beautiful. Nowadays, it's really great because they're beautiful uh, attention. They can do all the all the action as well. 
Uh, Karen Allen is the prototype for me. You want a Karen Allen if you have an Indiana Jones. We have Laura Croft. She's going to need a companion. And we have Lou Ren, played by Daniel Wu, who is a – I guess he's the ship captain who helps Laura search for her father. And uh, Daniel Wu is a great actor. He's in The, the Shadowlands, which was on AMC, which is a, kind of a weird movie a show, but he's really good at it. Um, so, Stephanie, who do you have um, playing – the good the, the buddy so i was gonna go with henry goulding at first but i thought he was just a little bit too pretty um he is too pretty so i went kind of a different direction i went with Stephen ewan yes absolutely oh, very... i feel like he's proven himself on um walking dead like he can do the action he can do the survival thing so he just kind of fit that role and he really is well. uh, he's no slouch in the acting department if you've seen Minari where he was the first Asian American actor to be nominated for best actor he was really good in that and he's really good he's going to be in the new movie Nope that uh, Jordan Peele's doing it's a horror movie so uh, oh. so oh. look for him in that uh, Marley who do you have going against Steven Yoon um i almost had Steven Yoon to be honest <laughs> i definitely looked at him but I decided to go with a little bit older um, actor. And kind of the reason why I chose this actor was because he also was, he was also in Rogue One with Felicity Jones. And I just was like, hey, they can be in another movie together. So I picked Donnie Yen. Absolutely. Donnie Yen, known, known for being one with the force. And this, <laughs> I picked him as a younger Donnie Yen because, again, here nice. at the cast off, we can cast throughout all time and space. So we're going to get a young – and he's really good-looking guy at, at, when he's a young guy. I mean, he's not bad-looking as older guy, but when he's young, they, I see all these airbrushed pictures of him as a martial artist. But he, he does all of the stunt work. He can do all of the action. He was in Rogue One in the live-action Mulan. But he's been around for a while. He's been in Blade Two and Shanghai Nights. And <laughs> I forgot about Shanghai Nights. Yeah, <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> and he, we will see him soon in John Wick Chop, Chapter Four. So he is Ooh, a top-notch nice. actor. Well, we've got Steven Yoon, Donnie Yen, and this could be it for Stephanie. But they went with the younger Steven Yoon, hey! and I think a, 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 I think a better choice because I think he fits more of the. The young happening guy, Donnie, even when he's younger, he still looks a little too serious. If um, it helps, Blake would have gone with um, Donnie Yen because he loves It Man. All of the It Man. Oh, I, yeah. Is it mm -hmm. It Man or IP Man? I, I, IP. I think it's IP because it's capitalized. Both letters are capitalized. That's true. So I think it's IP Man, which I, which is what the executives call him because that's all they they don't care about actors anymore. It's all about the intellectual properties. So <laughs> I, I went <laughs> with stock photo hero. <laughs> yes. Simu Leo, this is one of his stock photos yes. that he did before he became famous. And there's one that's even worse, but I couldn't find anything without the uh, watermark on it. And I wanted to make sure that uh, I really liked him. My wife uh, got uh, caught up in that, ki uh, what, Kim's Convenience? The, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. The Canadian uh, television series he was in, and he's really good in that. And I just think he's charming and good-looking guy and uh, and fun. I think he's one of the – in Shang-Chi, uh, Shang he was really a fun, fun guy to be. Mm -hmm. All right. Next we have oh someone we haven't seen in a while and I think has always been a great actress, Kristen Scott Thomas playing Anna Miller, who we find out and spoiler alert for a what almost a seven eight year old movie she's really the true villain as we find out that she's managed to get control of Laura's father's company by twist she's the master manipulator, so 
she starts off being the loving motherly figure and then turns into being the villain. So Marley, who do you have playing the motherly figure who's actually conniving and evil? Okay, yeah. So the reason I chose this actress is honestly, I feel like I'm just, a lot of it, I was just going off of looks, but I was trying to think of uh, a little bit older female actress who would look really, really awesome in like short blonde hair, like kind of cropped blonde hair, and who could also be a villain. And so I picked uh, Kate Blanchett. You mean Kate Blanchett, who is the queen goddess of acting because she's amazing in everything yes. she does have have you seen <laughs> nightmare alley i it's on my list she is evil in that movie Ooh, she is bad 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 uh she, it's she's great in it it's really well done of course we know her from the lord of the rings trilogy she was Hela and thor ragnarok of course she got her big start uh, the biggest name is being elizabeth way back in the 90s when she was first starting out and Carol, where she was nominated. So Kate Blanchett, you can't go wrong with that. I like how you went by looks only, and you're like, well, she's got the short thing. Maybe she can act a little bit, but really it's all about looks. And it's like you pick the best actress in the in the world almost. Um, but I liked how you totally forgot that she could act. She just looked the part. So, so Stephanie, who do you have to go up against the great Kate? So I uh, went with someone who's like a fantastic. I would watch her in an educational vi villain not villain, video about worms. She's what? just good what? in everything she does. And in some of her other acting, she can show she does conniving and manipulative really well. I went with Christina Hendricks. Yes, my wife, as we speak, is watching The Good Girls. Uh, she just yes. She's in season two Ooh. of that. Uh, she is a redheaded femme fatale, as we all remember her from Mad Men, where she, was Emmy, she won Emmys and awards and all that. Uh, she is in The Good Girls. She was in Drive. Uh, then she's in a bunch of sequels that weren't that great. Bad Santa 2 and Zoolander <laughs> 2. But yes, the good girls, which she's currently in, she is really doing a great job being a mom who is also a drug dealer. But it's like not real drugs. It's like money laundering. Well, they're going to they're going to, you know, they're going to Canada and getting like Lipitor and then they're like selling it. That's so, true. Yeah. So that's true. <laughs> so we have Kate Blanchett, Christina Hendricks. And they went with Kate Blanchett, but of course it's four. It's four one, but that's just, normally four wins out of seven. But there's still four points left potentially on the actually five points left on the board. So this game is not over because there's still some Craig's picks to go through. Oh, I went with Emily Watson, who I just think is a really great actress uh, that we don't see very often. Now she plays a lot of moms. Uh, she, actually, she plays a lot of uh, 18th and 19th century moms. But I, I've always found her to be a great actress, and I think she could be that motherly turn. So uh, there's like so now there's still four potential points on the board, and you will need to get at least one of them this round, Stephanie, to yeah. avoid being eliminated. And so that it's all on you right now. Apparently. So what we have next <laughs> is a very bit part, but played by a very non-bit actor. We have Mr. Yaffe, played by the great. Derek Jacoby, and I think he might be even Sir Derek Jacoby. If he's not, he should be. He's fantastic, especially if you're a Doctor Who fan. He was in Doctor Who a little bit, but he's been everywhere. Uh, he's just a pencil pusher at Craft Holdings, and so, uh, but because of the name, I wanted him to be in there. So, Stephanie, uh, it's uh, it's win or lose time right now. Who do you have <laughs> playing Mr. Yaffe? 
I went with someone who I would trust with my business and my life, um, Gary Oldman. Yes, and I tried to find the most accountant-looking version of Gary Oldman. <laughs> uh, yes, absolutely. Why Gary? I just thought he, I mean, he has, he's British, so he has that going for him. He, <laughs> to be fair, I also looked up like old man in suit. <laughs> and then Gary old man came up. Uh, I'm not going to lie. My my Google searches are going to get me in trouble because, I, like I said, I, I, I do these cast offs and I do the, the cat read recast in the podcast. And so I'll look up, you know, 20 year, 20 year old goth actresses first or or 38 year old women in, uh, you know, and, and I know that if they were to look at my search history, people would be like, what is wrong with this guy? Because I'm, I'm like Googling weird, like yeah, old men in suits. It's just like yeah. random stuff. Uh, heartbreaking girls, you know, stuff like that. And it's like, it could be misconstrued if it wasn't for the fact that it's, I'm trying to cast a movie here. Um, so Gary Oldman. All right. It, now this, uh, Marley for the block, this is like the tic-tac-toe almost. It's, yeah. uh, who do you have to go up against Gary Oldman as the old man? Okay. So I also did a sketchy Google search <laughs> to help me find this one. <laughs> I googled like male British actors over 80 or something like that <laughs> and <laughs> and like okay I'll be honest I had a hard time finding any that weren't Patrick Stewart or Ian McKellen yeah, that's right cause... those are those are great choices but I didn't not for this movie not for this role and so the only other actor that I really recognized um, was someone I knew from Game of Thrones and I'm like yeah, that'll work. And I th that sounds great. So I picked Charles Dance. Of course, Charles Dance. He is known oh. for his English arrogance because almost every actor, every <laughs> character he plays is usually an English accent and extreme arrogance, as we saw in the Game of Thrones, yeah. The Crown. But he's been around for a while. He was in Eddie Murphy's The Golden Child. Uh, way back, he was in James Bond's For Your Eyes Only. And he was in Alien 3, of course. But Charles Dance has been around for a long time. He's a great actor. So we have... Gary Oldman, Charles Dance. You know we're gonna go with Charles Dance on this one, and that wow. means that uh, Marley wins. Stephanie, you have been mathematically eliminated. Uh, wow. I'm sorry to hear that, but um, sorry, Steph. <laughs> That's okay. Before we go, before we get to our final thought, uh, I just remember to everybody that uh, the cast off is always in looking looking for people to subscribe to the show we're still 20 well actually we're 19 shy of 100 so we can get that magic url we definitely need to get that magic url so i can stop begging people to subscribe um, or at least it'll be a lot easier to get people to subscribe and we have shirts we have cast off shirts now both spider-man no way home versions as you can see at the, at the in the middle and our Sonic Hedgehog-inspired shirt at the end there of Cast Off. So head over to matineeheroes.com slash store and get yours today. So, Marley, you won. So today you get the final thought. And you can say you can talk about anything you want. Uh, you, you can promote. You can uh, do a PSA. You can do whatever you'd like. So what is the final thought you want to leave our audience with today? Um, yeah, so final thought... Um, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm glad that Steph spoke up and said, hey, let's do a video game movie. So good idea, Steph, um, especially since me and Steph are both part of a video game podcast, Cutscenes and Cupcakes. Um, and it was a lot of fun because I had not seen this version of Tomb Raider yet. So it, it kind of helped push me to actually watch it. And even though 
wasn't really my favorite movie. No, no. It like it's like it inspired me to finish the video game series. Like I said earlier, I've only played two of three, and so I'm like, I really want to start the third one and 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 enjoy the the story because the video game. I'm just gonna say the video game story of this revamped Lara Croft. So good. It's so so good. The movie. They kind of veered off. But if you like action movies and you like Lara Croft, then, like, it's still a good movie. Yeah. But anyway, so, um, it was, this was a really fun one. And, um, like I said, we're Cutscenes and Cupcakes, the podcast. Uh, me and Steph, we're just two-thirds of that. We have another, uh, co-host named Lindsay. And hopefully she, you, you guys get to see her on Cast Off soon. She, she mentioned that she might be interested in... And- and we competing. have done we have done three contestants. We had all of the movies oh. that make us crew oh. come on. So um, maybe for charity, we've did that for charity. We've done that for different free things. Um, it's easy to do three people just as well. So um, oh, just a reminder, you know. I want you to know that we picked this one because of all of the video game movies. Uh, this is kind of the better one because it could have been. Super Mario Brothers. It could have been like <laughs> Mortal Kombat movies. I don't like that. So I tried to find a movie that was actually worth watching, um, which is very difficult in the video game genre. So, so Unfortunately, yeah. And, and, I, and Sonic the Hedgehog, I wasn't going if to... If the characters are cartoons, it's kind of more difficult. But uh, I did want to make sure that you guys were represented. You guys do a great job over there at Cutscenes and Cupcakes. Um, but we do have more games coming up uh, as we just came back from our long month off. And this will start off with, of course, next week, right here, we're going to have from the Mangum dynasty of the family, Troy Mangum, and he is going to duke it out with one of the nerdy bitches, her words, not mine, Liz Cerna, as they recast the classic and iconic Superman the movie. Absolutely. They're going to go back in time and really do the Superman the movie with Christopher Reeve. And that one's going to be very difficult because I I can't wait to see who they pick for uh, uh, Ned Beatty's character, who's always the funniest in that movie. Uh, so, um, my son's middle name is Reeve after Christopher that, Reeve. That's so. right. Aww. Yeah, it's I'm, hard to uh, replace the late great Christopher. And I did have a chance to meet him very briefly before he passed wow. in New York, and he was in his chair. But he was a really nice guy. Um, of course, if you want to be on the show, you can. You can apply at Castoff. Dot, uh, at com slash castoff slash application. We've had several people uh, come on the show via that way. So go to there or you can email me at mhcastoff at gmail.com. Uh, you can go follow us on Twitter on the Castoff Show. We've got a Facebook group. Uh, castoff has all the video links, including twitch.tv slash heroes. Special thanks to our additional judges, Elizabeth Rapp and Rob Irvin. So if there's any problems, Stephanie, you can go to those two and <laughs> yell at them. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure almost everybody got a vote, though. So I, this was very—it's much closer than the score because there's only three judges. It's not a lot closer than it looks, uh, but very well done, both of you. So, on behalf of today's winner, Marley Black, and of course Stephanie Lisman from the cut, uh, cut scenes and cupcakes, I am Craig Price. We will see you next week on the Cast Off. Bye. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Craig. <laughs> Welcome to the post-game show. A, I would say, an avalanche victory. This was an overwhelming victory by Marley, who, 
let's be honest, Stephanie, you're the one that challenged her and she came up and showed you that you don't tug on Superman's cape, apparently. Um, so <laughs> congratulations, Marley. You did a hell of a job. Thank you. Good job, Marley. I'll admit it. <laughs> this time. How did it feel? So. <laughs> um, it feels great. Yeah, for sure. I honestly, I I didn't really know what to expect. Um, especially because I, I feel like we both had a lot of really, really good choices. Yeah, and, and we're going to, so it was fun and, to see that we didn't get to finish either. So we have uh, a couple more to go, one more to go here, and then we'll get to the, uh, the, uh, the picks in general and your double features, but we're going to start off the post game show with the last one we didn't get to. And that was Alan. I guess he owns the pawn shop. I don't know why Nick Frost is in this movie. Quite frankly, he was in the pawn shop for a little bit. He had a couple pieces of information. So, who do you have, uh, and we'll start with Marley, who do you have playing the, um, the, the, the pawn shop owner? Um, so I, this is another funny Google search. I wanted to search. Um, Sexy fat guys so with beard? Uh, basically <laughs> fat comedians. That's what I Googled because I saw that the, the other actor for the pawnbroker, his name, oh, Nick Frost, was a, a comedian too and so i was like okay who's another one so i picked jonah hill <laughs> yeah, jonah hill he's uh, is he skinny now though mm, he <laughs> he he was skinny for a bit and then okay uh, and quite frankly um he gets too many questions about his body to the point where Correct. he had to tell people to stop asking me about it yeah and yeah he fluctuates like a lot of people who have uh, weight issues i mean i'm not the skinniest i've ever been in fact i'm the heaviest i've ever been i'm starting tomorrow which is uh, that this is hopefully six weeks ago uh, from recording. <laughs> um, I start my diet, uh, severe diet, because I have to lose a lot of weight. Hopefully by the end of July, got to get ready for the the Fan X show. Yeah, Fan X uh, coming to, to our neck of the woods. Yeah, because I have to get up on stage and I can't look better. My face can't look better, but I don't have to be this little hobgoblin fat guy sitting next to these oh, really God. beautiful people. So I, I will try to at least look like I'm, oh, he's fit. So I'm not trying to look, I can't look handsome, but I can look thin. <laughs> so I will try my best. But Jonah Hill, Wolf of Wall Street, super bad, walk hard, money ball. He's actually turned into quite a good actor. He was actually nominated for Wolf of Wall Street. So um, he went from just being, you know, stoner comedian to <laughs> a quality actor. You you forgot 21 Jump Street on there. Oh, there's plenty. I mean, there's only we only do five. So uh, don't look. <laughs> I know. I know. He's such a cutie. I like Jonah Hill. So who do you well, have? And the funny thing is. Oh, sorry. No, oh, go ahead. Well, the well, the funny thing is, too, is the pawnbroker. This character doesn't exist in the video game. <laughs> and so it's just like when I was trying to pick somebody, I was like, I was kind of also annoyed because I was like this this character this is not real and so that's why i was also just like i'm just also going to pick a comedian if that's what they're trying to go for in the movie i'm also going to pick a comedian it's not real based off the real video game right yeah super true stephanie <laughs> i think he was there for some exposition and to explain a couple things to make it a little more easy but yeah i think he might have been there for comic relief because the, the the movie's not that funny uh to be honest and nick frost isn't that funny in this movie so no Stephanie, who do you have to compete with Jonah Hill? I uh, I don't know how I feel. I think I also looked up comedians, to be honest. But um, I chose some. I think he would be fantastic in this role. Uh, he kind of has like the uh, snarky. I could see the little 
flirtationist that he did with Lara of Craig Robinson. Absolutely. Yes. Craig Robinson is fantastic. He's oh. a charming troublemaker. Uh, he was in the office as he worked down in the uh, warehouse with the crew. But I really like him in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Doug um, Judy. Doug Judy. Uh, yes, absolutely. I think yes. he's the kind of guy that I think you're thinking of is when he plays Doug Judy. He's, mm-hmm. a char- he's charming. He's yes. got all the right things to say. And he can play the piano. Um, he was in Dolomite Is My Name, Hot Tub Time Machine, and Jane Silent Bob Reboot. Not a lot of movies, but a lot of TV shows. Very funny guy. He hosts the, the, the mass Singer he did for a little bit. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when it first started. So uh, our judges decided to go with, oh, so let me back up a little bit. For Mr. Yaffe, I, pilled, I picked Bill Nighy, who okay. uh, great oh, actor. So yeah. I, I guess. And he always looks like an undertaker to some degree. Um, I only think of him in Love, actually, where he's such a dick. <laughs> oh, he's not. Yes, he's the, uh, rock, the rock star. Yes. Uh, but we have Jonah Hill, Craig Robinson. Um, I picked Robbie Coltrane from Harry Potter. Uh, except you shave mm. him down and he'd be good. Um, but we went with Craig Robinson. So Stephanie did get a hey, another point. So two points. Hey, Steph. Um, so let's take a look and talk about these picks. Um, so Marley, what of the, what of Stephanie's picks did you think was really good? Um, let me look at the list again. Uh, um, I actually really, I liked, I liked your pick for, uh, Richard Croft as Josh Duhamel yeah, no, I, <laughs> and also for Lou Wren as Stephen Ewan. Like I said, I almost picked Stephen Ewan myself. Um, so yeah, I thought, I thought both of those were, were really good picks. I mean, Josh Duhamel, I mean, especially for like the, like dad, like hunky dad kind of thing that we talked about too in the show. So, and Stephanie, so, yeah. uh, when did you feel like uh, this might be slipping away? Uh, probably at about, um, Ian Rothen. Yeah, whatever his name is. Yeah, which actually I really love Timothy Oliphant as that choice. But I also really like I want him, um, my guy, Ian Ewan, to be in more things because he's he's just so horribly, wonderfully awful. I think he's like five, two, though. That's the problem. I think. Oh, no. I think he's a rather short guy. Yeah. Um, So it's hard to get him with, you know, unless he's a Tom Cruise type personality which he's not he's a bad guy he's not um it's got to be hard to it's hard for us short guys to get get around um and what what was marley's uh best pick do you think oh i really timothy oliphant was great and i think charles dance was a fantastic choice he's such a a great actor Mm -hmm. yeah i thought he was really good that was uh, marley for the first time on you did a really good job and the fact that Stephanie's won Thank before you. makes her losing a lot. A lot <laughs> I know. Impactful. So it's you've won before. So it's not like you're you've been shut out. So that's good. To, it's good that you both have felt the taste of victory here at cast off. <laughs> Yay. So now had this been a tie, we would have done our double feature. And the double feature is my least favorite part of the game because I have to on the fly decide who wins Oh, mm-hmm. because I don't get to know what you have beforehand. And so oh. that way, uh, because oftentimes people change it at the last second, um, oftentimes, depending on who goes first, I know that someone had that same pick and they're like, oh, I can't. I now I can't pick because it'll end in a tie. So, Marley, you would have gone first because you won the, the toss to start off. So, Marley, had this been a tie, what would you have played as a double feature with Tomb Raider? 
Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I definitely like, I'm trying to imagine what it would be like if I was like at a drive-in movie and you, you know, cause that's the very typical double feature setting mm-hmm. and you're going to choose what I was going to choose. I'm like certain of it. I would think to keep, to keep the video game type like vibe going um, right after Tomb Raider, I would have something a little more lighthearted and fun and, oh. and also adventurous. And I would pick the ready player one movie. Oh, oh, not what I would have chosen. Okay. So uh, Stephanie, what, what did you have chosen? Uncharted. I Uncharted. almost was going to do Well, now we're, I'm, in, I'm in a dilemma, and this is why I hate this part of the show, uh, because I did not like Ready Player One, and I have oh, not really? seen Uncharted. Oh, um, interesting. But hmm. I will say, you know, I will go with the lesser of two evils on this one. I know I don't like Ready Player One, so I'm going to give Tom Holland and uh, Marky Mark the benefit of the doubt, and I'm going to pick Uncharted as the tiebreaker, as a <laughs> double feature, because I, I, I know I won't enjoy Ready Player One. It's too long, and it's irritating. Um, well, if you go with us to see Uncharted, you won't enjoy it either. In fact, we're planning a roast in the next couple of weeks of it because uh, for our we podcast, really disliked it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's uh, I again. I don't know how good or bad it is, but well, and I, it's I, yeah. It's funny that you say well because honestly, I didn't really totally like Ready Player One either, just because I had read the book and it was different. Yes, but like it's still, I I still thought it was a fun movie by itself. But yeah, it's funny that you say that because as soon as you're like, I don't, I didn't like Ready Player One, and me and Steph are both like, well, we didn't like Uncharted, yeah, I, I, and I haven't seen it because it hasn't had great reviews. But now that I've just played the games in the last week and a half, um, knowing that it's not Nathan Fillion, which, and knowing it's not Nolan North, who does make a surprise cameo, who I've met and I've interviewed, he's a great guy. Um, I, you know, I don't know, especially since Marky Mark is Sully, and Sully is nothing like Marky Mark. And so no. I, I, I'd be irritated with that just because Marky Mark's not old enough. He should be 20 more years older. So we pretty much had a spontaneous uh, cast off after we saw it because we went and saw Marley and I went and saw it together with our husbands. And we just spent probably about 20 minutes, half hour afterwards talking about how much we disliked the casting choices. How was mm-hmm. Tom? <sighs> Tom is such a lovely human and actor. I really like him. I did not like him as Nathan Drake. Okay. That, hey, no. That's a fair. He can't play everything. Not everybody. He's too young. Marky Mark is too young. Tom Holland is too young, even for a prequel, prequel to the game. Oh, no. They do that in the uh, third one. Um, uh, the Deception of Drake. <laughs> I just played oh, yeah. it. They have the young version of him when he's like 12. Uh, There's a flashback in the movie to when he is in like an orphanage as a child. Yeah, in Colombia, and- yeah. And we're just like, well, why did yeah, they even recast there, him? So. Because Tom Holland they got could have someone younger, a sixteen-year-old kid. Yes, yeah, it it like didn't match up. And <laughs> so it if it weren't if it weren't for like the the movie being like five years later or whatever, you know, transition, you're like you would have thought like that was supposed to be like characters. Just give a lot, him a yeah, sh- it was long so wig like they did with Tobey Maguire in Spider Man Three. <laughs> just make him a little hair longer. Oh my gosh. And, and shave him. And I think he would have been fine. Give him a, like there a you go. football jersey or something. God, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, Uncharted, I will wait until that is free somewhere on my streaming service. I, yeah, I would recommend that. <laughs> well, once again, the podcast is cup, uh, cut scenes and cupcakes. I want to say cupcakes and cutscenes because I haven't started my diet yet. And one has higher priority than the other. Um, <laughs> we uh, we like our baked goods. That's for sure. Oh, I, I absolutely do. I just ha- I just had a special cookie that they made at my wife went to Disneyland and got a Star Wars sand 
cookie. Like a oh. special cookie? It's That's legal special- in California. No, no. It's a Star oh. Wars cookie. It was made special for Galaxy. Oh, okay. Ed. It's some kind of toffee chocolate chip cookie. And it's called a sand cookie because it's vanilla. I don't know why. I don't know why. Disney does this. They just name stuff. So um, <laughs> when you have that much money, why not? Absolutely. So I, you guys do a great job with the podcast um, and you will be doing that and you will be at Fan X. So I look forward to seeing you guys in person in September. Yeah, for sure. We're really excited for Fan X. Um, it's always a good time. Um, and yeah, we, we release doing the panels and everything. It's we release episodes weekly. Marley and I stream twice a week on Twitch where we play mm-hmm. video games and chat with our people that we love. So, and what's the Twitch channel? Cutscenes Cutscenes pod. pod. Yes. Scenes pod on twitch.tv. Mm-hmm. So head over there and watch them swear, yell and play games on, uh, lots of swearing <laughs> pretty much. The, so that's great. I, I haven't got to that point. Cause I, I, I have a hard enough time playing the games because I'm so old. So I play the games <laughs> and I know that if I have to play against anybody that's under the age of 30, they'd kick my butt. But because I'm playing by myself, I don't have to worry about it. Right. I really couldn't. I couldn't. I'd have performance issues. Uh, I would like uh, people like this old man doesn't know what he's doing. But uh, cutscenes and cupcakes, you guys are still young. That's why I don't like Ready Player One, because I remember all those things when they were new. Uh, <laughs> you look back at <laughs> oh, going, gosh, oh, yeah. cool. Uh, I, Retro. I, yeah, I don't even know what they're talking about, but it looks cool. I know all of that, every single thing. And it's and it is blasphemy. So we will see you guys hopefully very soon and definitely in September. So thanks for coming Hooray. on. I really appreciate it. Yes, thank thanks, you. Me. I had a lot of fun. This was way fun. Even though we... I got beaten by Marley so badly. You've won yeah. before. You beat Jake. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. It's 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 just in the cards sometimes. <laughs> it's true. 